Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. Hi, it is Bob Stroud here. Time for my 145 of the Week. I choose from the 45s I played last week. So let's review what I played. Monday, rock and roll, Led Zepp. Led Zepp 4 was released on that date 50 years ago. Tuesday, Breakdown, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. 45 years ago on that date, the self-titled debut album from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was released. Wednesday, So Into You, the Atlanta Rhythm Section. This was the birthday of the late great lead vocalist with the band, Ronnie Hammond. Thursday, L.A. Goodbye, Ides of March. That was Jim Peterick's birthday. Friday, Harvest Moon. Neil Young on his birthday. For my 145 of the week, I had to go with L.A. Goodbye. By the Ides of March, beware. By the time L.A. Goodbye was released in early 1971, Chicagoland had been cozy with the boys from Berwyn for about five years. Their breakthrough single in 1966 was The Very British Invasion-Influenced You Wouldn't Listen. Top 10 here in Chicago. The band mined that sound till about the end of the year and then began to make subtle changes to keep up with the changing musical landscape. A big change was made when they added a horn section to the group about a year or so later as Blood, Sweat, and Tears in Chicago had a major influence on the scene. And with that horn section, fortunes changed for the Ides of March as Vehicle became one of the fastest-selling singles in Warner Brothers Records history. Attempting to recreate the success they had with Vehicle turned out to be a bit problematic as successive releases stalled. Again, influenced by the trends around them, Jim Peterick and the Ides of March honed their acoustic approach and with it gave life to L.A. Goodbye. It's a perfectly crafted song with multiple elements that made it an irresistible listen. Acoustic guitars, rich, thick harmonies. They even found a beautiful, subtle way to bring in the horns. It's a sing-along song that relates to the joys of L.A., sunshine, and the alluring Sunset Princess. Peterick once told me that the Warner Brothers corporate distribution structure was going through changes when the song was released in early 1971, and somehow it got lost in the shuffle when it came time to promote it at a top 40 radio level. Here in Chicago, L.A. Goodbye didn't need much promotion, as after just one listen from L.S. and CFL, they knew it was tailor-made for the airwaves here in Chicago. And I feel light years away from the west side of Chicago. Great line from a great storyline in a song called L.A. Goodbye. It's part of our musical fabric here in Chicago. My 145 of the week. Thanks for stopping by. Until next time, stay safe.